how's it going? Cheaper no more, minus bill. Um, told y'all I was gonna give y'all a video, so here I am, giving y'all a video. Of course, this ain't our normal setup. Bill ain't here, I'm not sitting at the kitchen table. But hey, if it's gonna be different, might as well make it way different. You know, if you're gonna go, go big. I was gonna talk today about police brutality. And you got two big cases everybody keeps talking about right now. The Eric Garner case and the Michael Brown case. Um, well, the Michael Brown case, we really don't know too much about. I mean, a whole bunch of new stuff keeps coming out. Old stuff gets changed. Uh, a whole bunch of other crap. Well, the fact is that the grand jury made its decision, so uh, I'm going to let that one rest for a while. The one I am going to talk about is the Eric Garner case, because uh, we saw video of that one. However, we didn't see what happened before the video started taking place. From what I saw, I think the cops made the right choice. I mean, you had a guy sitting here that, uh, he was doing something illegal. He was selling untaxed cigarettes. He was making some uh, cash under the table, which is about equal, legalized, legalized, as uh, selling moonshine. Now, whether or not you agree with the law doesn't really matter. If you don't agree with the law, you do one of two things. One, you write your congressman, you vote, and all that other good stuff. Or you put yourself in a position to go ahead and change the law your daggum self and have the power. But short of doing that, you ain't going to do nothing. Sitting on the street and protesting and doing like he did just because you don't like the law, you decide you're going to break it is not the way to get a change. Um, from what, I've, what I could see on the video is... The only thing I think that may could have been a little different, the two things I think may could have been a little different and might have had a different outcome is if the uh, officer would have let go of him as soon as he hit the ground or the because he was talking, he was conscious after he let him go, then um, maybe the medical team should have done could have done not should have done but maybe they could have done i don't know i'm not a medical guy but maybe they could have done a better job of uh, keeping him alive but ultimately the one thing they could have changed is for him not to resist i mean he made the choice to resist arrest and in the great state of new york they had probable cause the dude called from the store said hey he's selling cigarettes which yeah I mean, the guy that owns the store, he um, he paid his dues. He bought his license and all this other stuff so that he could legally sell cigarettes to the public. This guy sitting on the sidewalk did not. So, I mean, Eric Garner was in the wrong, man. A lot of people are saying, hey, do you think he deserved to die over a few cigarettes? No, I don't. I don't think he deserved to die at all. But accidents happen, and... and the choices that he made led him to that decision. And I mean, I guess that's victim blaming. Whatever. No. It's called taking personal responsibility. But what a lot of people aren't taking into account is, is the fact that police officers, yes, they should be held to a little bit of a higher standard than your normal everyday citizen or civilian. But police officers are people too. They're going to make mistakes. Uh, there's real police brutality going on out there 
and the public and the media are picking the wrong examples. And one thing I'm tired of hearing about is uh, people like, well, police need to start policing themselves and weed out the bad cops. All right, yeah. You go ahead and say that to the ghetto that tell, tell, you know, the innocent people that aren't gangbangers and rapists and drug dealers and the people out here in the daggum boondocks who aren't meth heads to start weeding out the bad ones. It's not going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. Now, what's the solution for it? I don't know. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, a lot of the police brutality things, I'm willing to bet that a lot of them aren't brought about because a cop just walks up to somebody and starts beating the hell out of them. They're probably out there for a reason. Shit gets out of hand. And, yeah, they need to be held accountable, but it doesn't... You can't lump all cops into one group as a whole bunch of bad people that, you know, overreach their, over abuse their authority or whatever. Just the same as you can't lump all black people as a bunch of, you know, thugs and, and drug dealers. You can't lump all white people as a bunch of racists or all men as a bunch of sexists or all women as a bunch of, you know, feminazis. That's... You can't lump people like that together. I mean, but everybody does. Everybody stereotypes. I mean, the first solution I can say is don't break the law. I guarantee you, if everybody stopped breaking the law, there would be a whole lot less police brutality in this in this country. But, you know, each is life. And I'm not going to sit here and, and talk bad about police. I mean, I'm not going to say they're all saints either. And to me, if, if I was a cop and I'm working in the ghetto and I see somebody walking down the street, got his hands in his pocket or acting suspiciously, yeah, I'm going to stop him. I'm going to look twice. It's not because I'm racial profiling. It's because I'm going off of experience. I mean, you look at these cops that are, their job is to go into these neighborhoods where, one, they're not wanted, where everybody hates them. And try to protect these people. And try to get the bad guys off the street. That's their job. Is to go into a neighborhood with a gun and a badge that pretty much is a big target on their back. And everybody hates them for it. I would say that, yeah, I'd be getting a little bit pissed off too. And not to mention the fact that a cop's job, for the most part, is to deal with the scum of humanity. The ones that always breaking the law and always doing stuff wrong. They deal with those people day in and day out. They clock in, deal with scummy assholes, and clock out and go home to their family. Hopefully alive. We tend to forget that. Especially us white elite people that never had to be put in that situation before. Never had to be put in a situation to where, you know, you're standing around and a cop going to draw a gun on you. Most of them the reason why they draw a gun on you is because they're in fear for their life and they will shoot to pre to prevent them from dying. So what you need to do is instead of hollering back or doing whatever, you become a statue. That's what you do when somebody draws a gun down on you, especially a cop. You become a statue. You stand there and you do every damn thing he tells you to do. And as far as all these daggum people wanting cameras all over cops, I can see the good and the bad of it. I can see 
the fact that it's going to hold a lot I mean, both civilians and police officers accountable for their actions people might start acting better one you're not going to act like a complete douchebag all I mean, on the civilian side because you know you're being watched and you're not going to act like a douchebag on the cop side because well you're being watched however me <laughs> i think we got the surveillance state about as big as it needs to be right now and here you are wanting to put millions of other cameras out into the public call me a conspiracy theorist call me a tinfoil hat wearer whatever you want but i don't like the idea of a whole bunch of new big brother eyeballs out there on everybody's lapel that's just me call me crazy well hopefully next time i get to y'all uh bill will be with me and He'll have a whole lot more insight and intelligent things to say. Me, well, you get me. That's all you get. You get me being opinionated, outspoken, and an asshole if you want to call me that. So, um, anyway, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Hope y'all enjoy the next one. And uh, y'all take it easy. See you.